0: DJ P.K. and David Locke joining us, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. David Locke's weekly interview brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai. During the month of May, get 0% APR for 84 months, plus no payments until January 2021 or 20, or uh, on the 2020 Elantra or the 2020 Tucson. Check them out at Murdoch Hyundai in Linden or Murray. All right, David Locke, good morning. How are you? Dave? Good morning.
1: I'm good. I'm driving that Sonata right now. They're incredible.
0: Just so you know. oh, Nice plug. Good work. So hey, hey, they sponsor. Might as well give a plug. Tell exactly. the truth. Exactly. So I'm curious. You're eager. I'm you're eager. I'm, you've got stuff this morning. I'm very curious because I heard you talking a little bit about this on the big show, and I know you think more, and you're doing it off the top of your head. And I'm figured by now you've looked at yeah. whatever numbers were uh, were distracting you. I'm not really interested in the numbers. I'm more interested in your emotional feeling, your gut take. On uh, is. Uh, is Jordan going to torch Carl
1: Malone? Sure. He's going to talk about how Malone won the MVP and it, um, and it like completely, you know, he was disrespected and it was another sign and that, and that motivated him. Just, he's found, he, he was upset about Dan Marley, who I never once in my entire life ever heard anyone ever put Dan Marley and Michael Jordan in the same sentence at any point ever, other than maybe if they played in the same game. So, you know, clearly he made things up in his head. Um, And so there'll be a Malone shot in there somewhere.
2: Okay, I want to know about what you sent us—a big group text as far as college football. You think that through all this, the Pac-12 and other conferences will never be known the same again? I found that fascinating. So, there's all sorts
1: of flaws, problems in this, but just go with the big picture concepts, and and we'll and you know then if we need to narrow down, we can't. I just can't see the amount of money that's on the line. That if Alabama says they're going to play and Vanderbilt says they're not, that the SEC is not playing, right? We all were you there? Right. Frankly, yeah, yes. Utah. When USC and UCLA and Cal and Stanford can't play and Utah can, I think Utah's going to want to play, and they're not Alabama, but they're going to want to play. So my guess is that we're going to get to now everyone's got to have kids on campus and that just might be more than being able to play or some level of kids on campus. So I think we're going to get to the point where we have about 60 programs that are able to, that are going to be able to play. Maybe, maybe less. And my guess at that point is that they just absolutely rebuild schedules. They probably want to limit travel, probably need to do things close. Bus travels better than flying as much as possible, though it's all chartered um, at that point. And I would guess that we end up with, you know, call it four 15-team conferences, a Midwest, a South, a East, Southeast some sort, and a, and a West. And that they've just built brand-new schedules, BYU, Boise, Utah, Oregon State, Washington State, Arizona, Arizona State. Um, we might, might, need, might need to go far enough West to add Nebraska. Colorado, um, maybe maybe part of Texas, and you've got your 15 teams in the West, and they just make up schedules, and they somehow distribute the TV network, which is part I really haven't figured out, which is probably the most important part. We have a 16-team playoff at the end of it, where they just kind of—that's really what the season is. But we got enough TV coverage in the meantime. you are probably only playing eight or nine games because then you justify the 16-team playoff, and by the time that's over we never see any of these conferences ever again. It's just a complete and utter realignment of everything. So the only
0: problem is you struggled a little bit with the money and there are contracts in place.
1: Yeah, but Um, all the contracts have to be broken anyway.
0: uh, And I get that in the short run, but I I wonder if the Pac-12... I'm not totally dismissing because I kind of thought what you thought, but I also think that... I'm of two minds here. One... That there is consolidation because of this, and if I were a Ute fan, which because we cover them as much as we do, and there's as much interested as they are, although we're not, we are. If you know what I mean, you're in that weird position in the right. media. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: You, you want stories, well,
0: we, and they're a good we story. Need the,
1: we need the Utes to be interesting. We need the Utes and Cougars to be interesting and good.
0: Right. So there, I think the thing that would worry me going forward is if. Six or seven of the most valuable programs in the Pac-12 and the Big 12 got together for a 12 to 14 Western Super League. I I don't know that I can go with you on the Big Ten and the SEC realigning and all that kind of stuff, but I think that the that would worry me. You know, there's been momentum for it in the past, and it hasn't happened. Could it actually happen? And if it happens, then do the Utes get left out of whatever the top flight is? That would worry me. Right. Okay, But the thing is that it's what you said, though. The Utes are more likely to play and USC is more likely to sit. If it were flip-flopped where USC was playing and Oregon was playing and Washington was playing and the Utes weren't, Right, that's when it would really be a problem. Right. Uh, so I I wondered if when the Pac-12 came out and said, we're looking at an 11-game conference schedule, it's because they do have the TV contract, and they'll talk to ESPN and Fox and say, we'll give you the games, but we don't know when. As hotspots flare up, as teams have guys test positive, it may take us 20 weeks to play these 11 games, but you'll get them. All right. If so I'm a TV I'm gonna, network, uh, I
1: would take that. I would take I'm gonna... that. Let's go to the TV network for a second. Let's go to the TV network for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay? ESPN has how many games on a Saturday? Uh, well, ABC ha- four, let's just walk through. ABC four, has X amount of games. Three. ESPN has X amount of games. Fox has X amount of games. And Fox regionals have X amount of games, right?
0: Well, ESPN2, U. yes, I get your point, All
1: though. Right. So I think you literally are going to slot these. I-, I don't think this is that complicated, actually. I think they're going to literally say hey everyone's paid their money maybe it's still and and i think the reason the only reason the conferences still hold together is because somebody there has to be some system that you're allocating the money out of right or two but and the money's going to be different but i think you that's i'm actually not convinced in this type of a crisis that you can't get the head of espn the head of fox sports the head of cbs and have them Like have on a little, literally on a whiteboard, all their different slots of when they air games, and figure out what's appropriate to go in those slots. And if Alabama's, if it's an SEC game and Alabama's playing Georgia, it's probably on it's probably on CBS. They have the first right. They have the first right to that, and they put it in their slot. But I I actually don't think everyone just wants to make their money. Like Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's going to be some of that stuff. Actually, I just think it's all with that driving principle and. Mm But I just – you're not going to have you, – you, they can't do it. It's clear. Here's what they can't do, that everyone's got to be in school to play. Like, once one school's out, the college football season's over because that's going to happen. They can't do conferences because that's going to happen. Conferences are too big and too widespread. There's going to be schools that don't open in each and every conference. And so then they have to redo all the schedules. Like – but as I don't crazy know. As, what, right. as crazy as what I just said is and I think it's nuts. I actually can't find the other solution. So
0: try this solution then. The thing that changes, because you're I'm totally with you, when you've got fourteen teams in eleven states, they're gonna be a, they're gonna have different issues as far as when they can play. But if you do what the Pac twelve is doing and say, Hey, we're gonna redo the schedules, we're gonna play eleven conference games spread over 20 weeks ESPN and Fox are going to say hey a college football game in January or February is more valuable than putting on a college basketball game or a golf tournament or whatever else you'd be putting on so okay hey it's crazy times we'll take it we'd rather have a we'd rather have that if USC and Utah can't play I think they're supposed to play the uh Friday in early October right if they can't play then, if they have to play in January February, even if the Utes can go, uh, what are the Utes going to say? Are they going to say no? They're going to play USC when USC is available. They're going to work with SC. They're going to get that game in. And if that means they've got to play it in December, January, February, I think they will.
1: All right, here's my one flaw on that. Okay. I think you're right. I think you're, like, principally right. The one reason I don't think that works is at the time in which that has to be decided, we don't know that USC can play.
0: Oh yeah, I think it gets bumped out there indefinitely. Hey, we're going to play it when we can.
1: So how? Well, so then, what are we doing? Are we starting part of college football in September? Yes, but USC starts in November. Yeah. Are we just starting college football in November because we're waiting for USC with no knowledge that USC is actually going to be ready?
0: Utah will wait for USC, but Alabama will not wait for Vanderbilt.
1: Right. So that's what I think. It's really complicated here. Is this this exact scenario we're talking about, where USC and UCLA decide? you know what, we're not actually ready to go. And and frankly, if they're not ready to go in September, now, there's a few things different here. So USC is really interesting because USC's got those two summer quarters and they're both canceled. And so they don't actually have a kid on campus until like late August, which just doesn't work, right? Like that fundamentally, we, USC doesn't work. How USC is going to get their college football players on campus when they have a cam- closed campus until late August, I don't know. Um, but let's say that USC announces that the fall quarter is online. Like, what are we? What are you doing? Like USC, they can't. Then what do you do? Just then, USC just doesn't play football. But we can't like suddenly have USC waiting to decide. You know, we're hoping in November actually we'll start some classes. We're going to do a weird hybrid. Yep. And then we and we wait and so. Five teams have played seven college football seasons and then USC starts playing? I don't think we can do that, can we? I I I don't know. Like, it's all new.
0: I think you're going to see a hybrid right out of the gate because I think that these schools need the tuition money. And the students and their parents think that, well, first off colleges are overpriced and can we all agree that they're overpriced in the first place but when it's an a pure online experience i think i think you know i, I have a college senior who just went through it and he's glad he's done that he's not facing another year of this cuz he said that that wasn't the college experience that was right. i don't know what that was but that was not what i signed up for right. uh well, but so they're going to open
1: a Side note they did a study they have an article in the school my son's supposed to go to in the fall which he's not going to go um and they asked, uh, they had like, you know, one of those Facebook groups of the new class of 2024, whatever it is. And 48% of the kids said they'll defer yeah. if they're online classes. Like, yeah. I actually think you're not going to have online classes at a bunch of, now, these are, these are, this is a smaller school, but I think some of these smaller schools are actually just not going to have a semester. I think it's they're, they're going to have uh, an online classes. They're just not going to have a semester. They're never going to start it. I was
0: assuming that there would be online stuff, and then the, some of the smaller classes, the labs. and I, I, The Cal States, when they did this, it's like some of the nursing classes and the labs will go ahead on campus. But you can socially distance in those. Those are smaller classes. But I think we all went to lecture halls. PK must have. Right. Because I think Arizona State's the biggest school. Well, PK, did you have lecture halls with like 1,000 people in them?
2: Uh, that's a lot, but certainly close to that. Yeah,
1: um, that won't happen. You know, I did think that they're you know they're smart, right? They know everyone like thinks that the UC system and these schools aren't thinking about football. Oh, they're thinking about it because Janet and I can't pronounce her last name. Help me out, Arizona.
2: Napolitano.
1: Yes, Napolitano. Thank you. Former director of Homeland Security, now head of the UC system. Um, she started in that Wilner article. She started talking about the hybrid model. And the hybrid model, which is they do some classes online for those students that, you know, absolutely don't have. There's, you know, the students don't have a place to live, right? If they don't have college, so we need to make sure that we're taking care of some of these people. Um, so it's, you know, a hybrid model where the classes are both online and certain select students are on campus. Well, certain select students can become football players pretty quickly. Yep. So that, that I think helps out. You know, that helps out the idea of getting
2: football back up and going. I'm done.
1: <laughs> you got? Did know. you find well, out PK, you, no, what? No. What, what's your? All right. So, PK, give us your. I want your scenario. So, you think it starts when? With how many teams, and in what form?
2: <laughs> well, I think it starts whenever. I don't know that I can specifically say a date. Uh, put put yeah, a particular date. I think the whole thing is fluid and flexible. And so it's not to the point of literally figuring it out week week by week. That's too dramatic, obviously. But I think it's closer to that than opposed to being a set schedule. Because I, and we all agree, a hundred percent. If schools XYZ can play and schools ABC can't, well, it sucks for schools ABC, but the rest of them are going to play, particularly if they're big boys. The thing that I don't understand is how it is going to be, in your mind, permanent going forward. That's where I'm not sure that I can grasp it or agree with it.
1: I think that's probably a little bit of a stretch on my end, but I feel like we're and you guys know college football better than I do and college just college sports in general. I just feel like we're leaning that way anyway. Um and so you're right, there's TV contracts that have to get rebuilt and maybe it's not maybe it's not. Yeah, no, I mean, I think my comment was that the Pac-12 is never as we, Gee, I don't think we become one big 60 team conference. Maybe, I don't know. Um and that there's not 110 programs anymore. There's there's probably something to that. Um, but I think that it's – I think that DJ, you know, suddenly the old super conference we almost had where Utah was going to get left out and, te- you know, with Texas schools maybe becomes a, a new possibility. Um, I would say I don't think any of this is good for the Pac-12, right? Like I can't – I think if you specifically look at the Pac-12, if the Pac-12 were a stock – it already is dropping, um, but I would say this is bringing it toward a penny stock um, situation. All right, David, as
0: always, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: The NBA is like close to – NBA. who plays first, NBA or college football?
0: NBA. NBA.
1: Who plays first, NBA. NHL or NBA.
0: I haven't followed the NHL close enough. I don't know how close
1: they are. That'd be a guess. I think they're basically on the same path. I think they're really similar. Oh. Who uh, They're going to go to four spots, I think, from what I'm hearing in their conference. And they're going to try to play. They're going to try to. M- I thought the Sinclair CEO's comment this week was really newsworthy that they would f- probably try to fulfill their um, games where everybody else. That's the first time I've heard anything about the NHL doing any regular season. Um, who's first, baseball or uh, NBA,
0: baseball. Okay,
1: they're all working together. Smart. What happens when four college players test positive on the same team?
0: <laughs> USC reschedules the Utah game. To when? Whenever USC wants, because Utah knows everything that's at stake. Because they're smart people. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's gotta be some end date on this, though.
0: Uh, the that NFL draft, the, the NFL draft is the end date. There's been too much talk about spring football behind the scenes. They plan for it. They're they're ready for it. There's there's no, there's been no way, question. Like way too much talk.
1: So you can't suddenly have a bunch of people play the fall and another conference play the spring, right?
0: Yeah, you can. I think it'll happen.
1: And what do you do about title? Excellent question. Pac- Pac-12 is just not involved in the title.
0: Oh, that would be a first.
1: Right? Then you really are a penny stock.
0: I guess it depends on what happens with the other leagues. I really can't foresee that. If they had to kick the playoff, that four game playoff down the road, uh, two or three months, I suppose they would. You know, whatever makes the most money. I'll I'll vote on that. I just don't know right now what makes the most money. Oh,
1: there there's zero chance of a four game playoff, by the way. There's only chance of an eight or sixteen game playoff on the T V networks are losing this much money.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Right? Yeah, I
2: follow you there.
1: This is the way that the colleges get their money back to the TV networks as they go to eight or sixteen now, right? And then they justify it because they're not playing they're me. not playing twelve games.
0: Okay, interesting. I'd I'd be okay with that. That that'd be all right. I'd like to see an eighteen playoff anyway.
1: All right, David Locke,
0: radio voice of the Jazz, join us here. Stay with us, ninety-seven five at twelve eighty, the Zone. Thanks a lot, David. We appreciate it. See you guys.